Welcome to Hindsight Hacking. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool, and you are listening to Hindsight Hacking, where we have talked to hundreds of entrepreneurs hacking their hindsight to give you clearer foresight. And now, as we still bring you the same great, amazing interviews each and every week, we are adding bits and pieces to serve you in such a great way. These bits and pieces are some mindset hacks, visibility hacks, traffic hacks, and more on the daily hacks. So we want to make sure that you have all the tools and all the resources that you need to gain more visibility and gain more traffic. And obviously, to get more sales. So head over to gethhm.com forward slash toolbox to grab your free resources to get the help you need to get more. And if you're interested, after you collect all those freebies, because they're amazing, hit the link in the show notes and jump on our calendar because we definitely want to help you. Guys, we absolutely love the community that we've created with your guys' help, and we love all the hindsight hackers. So jump on in and get on our calendar. So without further ado, what do you say? Let's get to it. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Hindsight Hacking, and today's guest, the one, the only, Mr. Chaz Wolf. Now, for those of you don't that don't know Chaz, he is uh, has a business helping entrepreneurs grow in leadership, sales, and systems. He is the Bulletproof CEOs, and uh, honestly, Chad, I'm super excited to get into that conversation. Uh, but another thing, at the end of the day, Chaz is a proven sales professional, and uh, we are all going to learn a ton today. So, Chaz, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, Corey, Ron, appreciate the opportunity very much. We're super excited to have you. Plus, we need a good beard on the show. Like, yeah. that's what we <laughs> need. Corey, need Corey you guys both are, are working with, uh, you know, different styles, but you guys got it going on. Oh, my gosh. Like, I, how'd you get past the itchy stage? That's all I need to know. <laughs> you know, it comes in waves. I promise you, it just, it eventually goes away. It's like a week or two at a time. But the secret is beard oil. Uh, because I almost like scratched my face off and I was like, nope, not gonna happen. Like I'm just beard oil every morning and and combing. Get you a little little beard comb, you'd be good to go. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. It's it's like perfect. All right, enough about the beard. I I apologize if you're not watching live, you're missing out because you're not you're not seeing the beard. Anyway, why don't you uh take just a couple minutes to kind of let everyone know a little bit more about Chaz. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, I am uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Um, I've, I've <clears throat> dove headlong into multiple industries. We own um, retail franchises. Uh, we've got multiple pieces of real estate, single family, multifamily, uh, short-term rental, long-term rental, um, and of course, coaching, entrepreneurs, sales pros. Um, we just try to fill the pool, um, uh, the you know, the, uh, the net worth pool as fast as possible and uh, try to help other people do the same thing. So that, that's kind of me in a nutshell. I'm married, been married for uh, almost 13 years, got three beautiful kiddos, two daughters and a son. And uh, we're trying to grow in that area too. Why not? Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. So, so great. So yeah. uh, I know, I know Ron and I, we, we have this business we, we, because of the kids and, and who, yeah. who knows Ron might tell that story today, but uh, it, it all starts and, f- and finishes with we left corporate jobs. We stopped traveling uh, with these big jobs that took us away from the family because it took us away from the family. And and so now we both work from home and we both enjoy the yeah. ability to 
to be around uh, every single day that we choose to be here, right? And so as you have the three kids, as you have the array of businesses, how do you how do you balance that? Like let's let's talk about that first and foremost. Like balancing the businesses and uh, and the family life and and being present for for all of the above. What's what's yeah. your strategy there? Yeah, well, I think first off, the reality is is that you can't be a hundred on everything. It just doesn't work. You know, there's there's no such thing as balance. Um, now there there are there's strategy, right? Like you said, I love that word. I mean, I love that word in business, but it's a hundred percent applicable to life, to family, because that's business too, right? It's just in a different format. And so I would say that there are seasons where you go hard, family, business, whatever what you're going hard in. You can go hard in multiple things. You just can't go hard in everything, right? And so when I look back, there are seasons when I've sat down with my wife and I've said, okay, I don't know the exact time frame on the season, but the season that I'm in right now is X, Y, Z. I'm going to, ha- I'm going to be up early. I'm going to be up late. I'm not going to be around as much when you need something from me, like need, need, let me know. And so that way I can be there or I need to be at this event or I need to be there for you or whatever it might be with the kids, family, whatever. Just it's communication of here's where I'm going to be. Uh, and then there's other seasons where I need to be like right now, like I'm, I'm, I'm not in my normal studio. Mike got the whole deal because, you know, it's my wife's birthday this week. And I said, you know what? It's important to me to have time not only with her, but with her away from the kids. And so we popped over here to Redding, California. I got some friends that live here and um, and we're going to go hike in the mountains for a couple of days. Right. And so it's like, I'm still here working, been on calls most of the day, but yesterday we had an amazing time. I did a scavenger hunt for all day long with another friend. And then tomorrow's our birthday. We're going to go hiking and, and check out some cool eatery spots. But today I've been on calls all day long. She's at a local coffee shop, you know, reading and, and doing her journaling and stuff like that. Like you just got to be able to do both. You just can't do all of it at the same time. You can do everything. You just can't do it all at the same time. Oh my gosh. I love that. Cause I, I know Corey and I, one, obviously he has two kids. I have three kids. I have the same gamut as, as you two year olds. And uh, with love this it. trilogy, I have a, another trilogy yes. older, but it's the oh, opposite. Okay. two girls or two boys and a girl on that one. Wow. Um, okay. But you know, we, we started this agency. We're doing the agency thing. We're helping people launch podcasts. And nice. then we started thinking about dabbling in real estate, yeah. right? So you've, you've got all these different income streams, which I wrote down, diversify and income streams. Yep. What, what was one of the first things that you decided to diversify those income streams in? Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> I think originally, like originally, originally to actually answer your question, then I'm going to give you a different answer right after that. But originally, originally I am in sales And I'm also, but before that it was, I was in network marketing, right? So the idea of network marketing is to be able to have freedom and to maybe build a business, but it's more, for me, it was, it was the mindset. It was three years where I spent, uh, you know, working my tail off for not a whole lot of return, but I read a lot of books and I pressed myself, right? So for me, it was doing that and building a, a job or a career in sales. When I let that go, it was like, okay, so now I'm entrepreneurial. I had the mindset of filling up the pools with multiple hoses, right? Right. right. And so it wasn't just, okay, how do I be successful in sales? It was, what else is there? What are the other projects I'm going to be? So that was like the birth of the mindset, but then it was, okay, um, maybe I need to go buy a business. And so it was trading sales for business, but it was 
taking my skill sets and applying them in something that I thought I could grow. So I bought the initial franchise thinking that, okay, how do I grow this business? How do I grow other locations? And so we went basically one location in 2012 to seven locations, you know, 50, 60 employees by 2015, uh, I guess early 16 is technically when it was. And so four or four and a half years, we went one to seven locations, three different states. And it was like, Oof. and I was just on the hustle, on the grind, trying to expand as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. The thing when you diversify is that whether it's expanding in a franchise or buying real estate or just expanding in general, I, I kind of liken it to like old times when like a king would expand his empire or territory. There were right. times to go out, right? Times to like press the line, take new ground. But what I realized is that there was also time to like, okay, we build build the ground, build the boundary, and we got to take care of what we just conquered, right? right. We got to like build right. up the city and like, you know, have commerce and industry before we just go back out and press the line again. So um, hopefully that answers the question on being able to like, when I identified, I had to fill up the pool with multiple hoses, but then also how maybe to go do it is that you press hard, press hard, you know, go multiple different directions, but you can't just always do that at the same time. It goes back to the kind of the first question is you got to know the seasons that you're in to be able to press or to cultivate what yeah. you've pressed into. Yeah. I love that. It's, it, you remind me of Taylor Welch and traffic and funnels. I'm not, I'm sure you yeah. pay attention to his. That's podcast. an amazing compliment. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's just, you know, he talks in the seasons and day mind medicine uh, is my absolute like only religious podcast I will not miss. Wow. Okay. And uh, so uh, I love podcasting. We met via podcasting uh, right. and uh, the PodMax community. Uh, yeah. So definitely tell us, you, you know, you about your podcast and about kind of just your you know methodology with with everything around that. Yeah. So podcasting for me started with okay. I know that this is important. <laughs> um, how do I get involved? Right. So I was talking to a buddy and he's like, oh, you got to connect with PodMax. Right. So for the listeners that don't know PodMax, it's an event where you can be a guest and expose yourself to multiple industries or things that make might make sense for exposure in my business. And so that's where it all started was that relationship, obviously, with the PodMax family and Eric and, and Josh. And um, and so out of that has been, OK, so I need to connect with new people. I want to be on shows. I want to be a good guest. I want to bring value to people's communities. And then eventually, just like with any other maybe more traditional advertising branding, right, like uh, billboards or the things that you don't, you know, get direct results from, you don't get leads from a billboard or, you know, a TV commercial, but they're still important because I need to be able to tell the story, add value, because people then circle back around in the right seasons of their business where they need help and they're going to hopefully remember that, oh, like that, that guy I listened to, uh, it was really straightforward. I really resonated with him. And so I'm going to start following him. So that way when the time comes, maybe they reach out or they they uh, they take a call of action of mine or whatever. So podcasting for me has been mostly that. Now, launching a podcast um, is on the is on the uh, horizon for me. Um, my, my brand, Bulletproof Coaching or Becoming Bulletproof, this idea of becoming bulletproof. And so the podcast will be about becoming bulletproof, turning your struggle into your story. Um, and maybe even into a victory. But um, I think that there's a lot of things there in regard to kind of who we are as bulletproof and this idea of becoming bulletproof that a lot of people resonate with of like, okay, I, I'm not trying to become perfect. I'm not trying to become this something that maybe I don't even see how I can become it. But it's like, no, the, the where I'm going is actually somewhere where I can go, 
but there's things along the way, goods, bad, struggles, victories, the whole nine that make up this story of now where I've become. It's not really where I've arrived. It's just I can put on this bulletproof vest or I can feel this confidence or I can feel this way about my business or I've reached this person, you know, the spot where I can go, okay, yeah, I'm bulletproof now. Yeah, it's, it's interesting just watching your mannerisms and listening to you speak like that just comes out. I appreciate right? that. <laughs> so, so I mean, if, if you guys are not watching the podcast or vodcast, like you, you, you're missing out. So make sure you check it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, but, but the confidence you have, I mean, even going back to PodMax, you got to pitch and pitch to David two minutes, yeah. row, right? Like yeah. Corey, Corey was in the background. You do it, Ron, you do it. I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got yeah. up there, you, you spit it. And it, it was, I thought it was good. He gave some good constructive feedback. Yep. But it was it was interesting because yeah. we saw some other people do it and I don't think they handled the feedback as well as you handled the feedback, even though it was to benefit you and them. Exactly. There's a way to handle feedback. And and I yeah. think that goes into your bulletproof program like perfectly. Like we watched all of that like live. Unfold. Exactly. Yeah. And so I guess the, the, the process there, cause you're right. I actually felt like I fell fat on, flat on my face. You know, I was talking to Eric and Josh afterwards. I was like, you know what? Thank you for that opportunity because sometimes, uh, you know, guys that have worked on confidence or whether you're just maybe naturally arrogant, um, we need opportunities to like, boom, skin my knee. Or in that case, I felt like it was my face. I did you not know. think you did that, by the way. Well, I, I, <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> that. Um, you know, it, it's obviously uh, the perspective of right. internal uh, criticism. Right, right, right. You know, but um, that, that moment of realizing that, wow, like I'm not only in front of peers or even uh, uh, mentors or people that I think are maybe further along. Now I'm going to take the chance, right? That, that's number one is take right. the chance. Like, I don't know what I'm going to get out of this necessarily, other than I'm going to grow personally. I'm going to put myself on the line and as many sales calls, cold calls that I've done, taught, sold $100,000 contracts that I've slid across the table and said, sign right here. You know, like it still doesn't take away from that moment of going, oh, here we go. You know, right. <laughs> right. I'll get that feeling. And, and it's good to press into those, um, whether they're comfortable or not. And then to have the fall on the face, and you're like, okay, well, I'm either going to take this and learn or I'm going to take it and do nothing. Like that's how I see a struggle is that I either turn it into something that I learn and press into, or it was just something that held me back. Right. An excuse. I can use the same thing in my story of being raised as a single mom uh, or from a single mom, like single mom family. Well, I didn't have a dad. I didn't have a guy to show me how it is to be a man or whatever. Like I just never saw it as something that I was missing out on. I saw it as a reason to then press into, okay, I need to learn these things. Right. I need to I need to find a coach. I need to find a mentor. I need to find someone who can lead me uh, in these things. And so hopefully that answers the question. And we got off a little bit there. But, man, it was an awesome opportunity to be able to do that and then to be able to take the criticism and go, OK, yeah, you know, you're right. <laughs> I do need to work on a few things. I appreciate that. Yeah. And he he didn't sugarcoat any of the criticism to anybody. And that's why there was there was zero chance. And I've pitched our thing like over and over and over again. And yeah. David's been on our show. I was on his show. Like there's still zero chance. I would pitch that guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the opportunity there in the response is like, if, if, if you're doing it to learn, it's not like, right. because I, 
okay, because if I'm doing it to learn, then I'm actually wanting his feedback, right? And the more direct, actually, the better, because if I can remove my emotion, if I can remove my offense, right? Mm-hmm. There's so much offense that we take in life, you know? I can't even think about my marriage, right? It's like the times that we're well, like that, that we're just like really thriving and doing well in my marriage is the times that I can hear her. We were talking about this last night with some friends. It's like, She's got the pink microphone and I've got the blue, blue earphones and she, I've yeah. got the pink or the blue pink, you know, the blue uh, microphone. She's got the pink earphones. And it's yeah. like, I say something and it come and it goes into her ear completely different. Like the expectation of everything, right? And she's, she blows up or has an offense or it's the reverse. Maybe I have an offense. And it's like, whoa, 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 not at all what I meant. And so like, if we can practice these times of not taking offense, that, that situation right there was like, man, he's right. That, that burns. And, I, I, got a, I got a story on this one. Holy! Oh shit. yeah, please, Corey. Corey can I share something? I haven't yeah, even sit here and watch patiently yeah. for my <laughs> I, I, I haven't. I haven't even shared this story with anybody, and my wife, I'm sure, will kill me. I so, love it. Uh, she doesn't watch the show, so it's fine. <laughs> so, so here we go. We we just were on vacation, okay, and we took the kids to Vegas, uh-huh. right, and thought it'd be fun, and trying to have five people eat at a restaurant in Vegas on spring break. Yes. yes. Difficult. We're, we're all there. <laughs> Difficult, right? <laughs> so I drop her off at IHOP and I park behind this van and I'm looking across the street that there's a Burger King. I was like, huh? And she's texting me and she, she's texting me. She goes, it's a half hour wait. Where are you? And I go, or we could just go to Burger King across the street. Right. That's all I said. Yeah. So she calls me and lights me up. She goes, you want me to walk to Burger King across street? I'm where are you? I go, I'm, what do you mean? Where are you? She goes, I'm where you dropped me off. She totally thought I meant for her to walk to where I was, even though I had the car. Yes. Right. And cause oh, she was hangry. She was hangry. She was hangry. And now it, it turned into this joke because I was like, just read your text messages. I don't understand how it got out of order. But yes. it clearly got out of order to you. And yes. it was it was hilarious because now throughout that trip, anytime she was getting hangry, I go, Burger King hangry or just almost Burger King hangry? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you have those those communication things in relationship, even in business, you know, where you have those those uh, nuances that you can go off of, whether it's with yourself or with your partner, you know, your clients even. You know, I, I've got clients that I'm super close with and uh, and have become close friends with, you know, and you have those yeah. moments where you're like, wait a second, is this that? Yeah, you know, the Burger King moment. Yeah, I love it. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for sure, you, Chaz, are all about learning, all about trying to make yourself better. Uh, you know, yeah. from you mentioned from not having a father to we yeah. pitching to David Metzler and actually uh, going into it with a form of I'm going to learn to get better. Uh, yeah. You, you yeah. even talk about it on your website about learning and getting better. And so this is kind yeah. of funny uh, about not taking offense. I don't know if you have ever read. The Four Agreements. No, I haven't. It is one of my absolute favorite books. Uh, Don Miguel Ruiz, Ruiz is the author. Okay. And uh, it's it's fairly old, but one of the agreements is don't take things personal. Yeah. Right? And that that goes along with the, don't take offense to it. Like, let's figure out, are we Burger King hangry and misconstruing it? Do we have the pink earphone from the blue yeah. microphone like where are we missing it and exactly. uh, try not to th- take things personal on that but but my my question is regarding your consulting yeah. uh as far as like are you out there trying to 
not only like help your clients improve their businesses or their lives, but are you encouraging and helping them learn or, or trying to, you know, like push some of this, uh, you know, your belief into that system that you teach at all? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's why maybe I'm slightly different as a, a business coach is that, you know, the three pillars that you mentioned, you know, systems, uh, systems and strategy, sales and leadership. And that leadership piece is not just raising up leaders, growing a team. Of course, you have to have those things in order to have, you know, more than a solopreneur business, right? Like you just have to have those things. But before you can do that, it's you, it's personal development. It's you becoming a leader. Well, what is a good leader? You can reverse engineer the whole thing. Like you have to be able to have good communication. You got to be able to not take offense. You got to be able to be a hungry person. Like, what are you reading this week? Not just this year. What are you reading this week? And what are you reading next week? And what are you putting in? What are you listening to? What are the podcasts you listen to? You know, who are you listening to? Right. And so as you're developing as an individual, not only does that increase your business strategy mindset, but it increases your sales because of communication and how you talk to clients and how you lead people through the sales process, how you close, right? How you deliver on the back end fulfillment, right? How you, how you deliver the things that you're going to say in your business, right? And then more than that, it's the leadership as you're, as you're growing as an individual, maturity, your understanding, your lack of offense, your ability to see through communication, because how many people, Corey, don't have that realization of not taking personal offense, but if you have it, it's almost like you're able to cover them, right? And and you're able to just <laughs> I, for the for those that are listening, Ron's raising his hand, go, yeah, yeah, me, me. You know, so <laughs> you have those opportunities, right? Like where you cover the other person, not just in your marriage, but as an employee employer relationship or a partner situation where you're like, man, he doesn't get it right now, but that's okay. I'm you give grace, really, is what it is, right? But you help that person through it because you've gone through it yourself, you've studied yourself, you've leaned into yourself, becoming a leader, personal development, the whole category. No, I love it. I love it. So how long is that, is your course for, for that coaching? Is it a year long thing? 60 days? What is that? Yeah, we start 12 weeks, 90 days. Um, and obviously a lot of our, our uh, folks continue some sort of relationship after that. We've got different options, you know, at that point, but those 12 weeks, we can really break down systems and strategy sales and leadership. Now, obviously marketing goes into that, you know, your customer journey, you know, like all of the things that you need to have a successful business, growing a team, delegating, you know, all of those things. But right. those, those core three things for us grow a business every single time. And uh, that's the magic equation that, w- that we've experienced, not only just in a retail business, uh, in a, like an offline business, a service-based business, but then even online too, whether it be consulting, coaching, podcast development, whatever it might be. Right. Uh, yeah. So good. All right. Now our one scripted, not, not really scripted uh, question about right. hindsight. Now our goal is to uh, give our listeners clear foresight through your hindsight. And so uh, with, with this hindsight question, I, I would like to relate it to how, how you get through to different people, like what are some of the tactics that have, and the messaging that has officially worked when you've gotten through, when you're consulting them to teach them to become a leader, to teach them to know how to actually go and learn stuff and that it's important. They should be walking uh, the talk, right? Like all that stuff, like what's, what's kind of been your, uh, in hindsight, you wish you knew a little sooner 
but but now that you know, you're you're humming on all cylinders. Yeah, the the answer to your question is to know yourself and to know others. Okay, well, how do you do that? How do you reverse engineer that process? It's personalities, it's communication, it's self awareness, it's curiosity and genuine um, uh, like relationship, like curiosity of getting to know other people, whether it be your clients, whether it be your prospects, whether it be your team, whether it be your partner, right? And so you take all those things to then have what I just said at the end there, which is to be able to, you know, formulate all those things together, right? So hopefully that answers the question. I can break them down a little bit further, but when you know yourself, not just like the nuances of yourself, but I know that I'm good at these things and I'm bad at these things, which then helps with the, the offense thing, right? It's like, if I know if I'm bad at it, or if I know that maybe I'm growing in this area, then why am I going to take offense? Like, I already know that about myself. I already know that I'm struggling or that I'm, 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 I'm working. You know, I don't like to say struggling because if you take that to grow, right? Right. Like, you can know yourself really, really well. And then you like study personalities. I can know who I'm talking to within seconds, right? I can know their personality. I can know their, their traits. I can know their tendencies naturally. Then to answer your question is because of that, I can then deliver information in a specific way that's best for them. Not necessarily that naturally how it comes out for me. So I'm super bullet pointed, right? Boom, 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 right? Like, let's go, let's go, let's go, right? But if I'm talking to somebody that just needs more information than that, they're going to hit my bullet points and they're going to go, ah, like they're going to hesitate in action. Like, I don't know what to do, but it, from my perspective, I told you what to do. A, B, C, boom, this is what I need. Boom, 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 right? Right, right. But the person that needs more detail needs the behind the scene. They need the why. They need the, the juice. They need the whole story. Right. So if I know that about them, then I can take an extra few seconds. I can slow myself down to recognize what they, they need. And as a good leader, I'm going to modify myself, modify my personality. It doesn't mean that I'm being disingenuous. It just means that I'm recognizing what they need and I'm delivering it in a specific way. So I give them more of the story. I give them more of the why, the purpose of I need you to do this, this and this. But this is why or this is maybe some nuances on how I want you to do these things. Right. I know that they're not a, a person that's going to put a game plan together. So I'm going to create the game plan for them. Or I know that they're a, a high driver, someone who's going to put the game plan together. They feel belittled if I put the game plan together for them. Right. You right. know these things about people because you know yourself, you know others, you know how to communicate and you deliver in a specific way. I loved all of that, like literally. So so looking at your business now what is like the next thing you're working on? You already talked a little bit about your, your podcast. What is the next thing for you and your business? Yeah. Well, um, th this brand this becoming bulletproof idea is something that I want to be huge. Like I got to work with Grant Cardone. Right. And so I was, uh, I brought in as an executive, I built a sales team. We were working in an agency, him and Frank Kern created, and it was me and another guy running the entire business, um, front end and back end, you know? And so, the way I see 10X, like the 10X movement, right, is when I can understand a philosophy, apply it to my life, my business, my marriage, whatever, that's how I see becoming bulletproof. Like this idea of, it's not just perfectionism, uh, it's it's what we described earlier, of becoming bulletproof in my business, in my relationships, in my marriage, in my faith, in my, in, as, a, as a parent. Like there's so many angles of life that you can look at and go, wow, these skill sets overlap so many areas. And when I got good at sales, I got good at marriage. Wow. And when I got good at marriage, I got good at this. And when I when I realized this about myself, 
I was able to change and be able to be a good dad or whatever, right? So I just think that there's so much correlation between life and all these sectors that we like categorize. And it's like, really, it's one big person that we're working on. And it's this idea of becoming bulletproof that I've described. You know, you know what's funny about that? The entrepreneurship, right? Like I think Ron and I, we've talked about this before, but it's like, it's the biggest uh, self-development process out there, right? Because you're learning to become a leader. You're learning to become a better communicator. And yeah, that stuff has to translate into all aspects of your life. But when you're at a nine to five job and you're not the one creating the plan yeah, and you're not the one out there, like you have to force yourself to go learn things, right? Like I, that was my life at a nine to five. Like I'm forcing myself to go learn these new things and new tactics, but yeah. you weren't creatively forced to do it yourself, right? And you weren't like, okay, I if I want this client to be happy with this, I need to learn how to communicate. And if I want my wife to be happy with this business, I need to learn how to communicate, right? Like, and it all translates to that. So yeah. from a, a self-development standpoint, what's the number one resource that you recommend that anybody can just go out and grab today? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the thing that you want to press into the most when you're talking about self-development is your mindset. Because when your mindset is right, you can then follow it with any action. Now, I'm not unrealistic about myself to, even though I'm 6'5 and I played basketball for 20 something years, I'm not going to play in the NBA. It's just not going to happen. Right. Now, if I had done things earlier to say, okay, like at age eight, that's what I want to do. And I'm committed to it. Now, there's things I could have done with my mindset and my training and my physical that I could have done. Right. So, to answer your question, the resource itself, Think and Grow Rich, it's an annual read for me. There's lots of different mindset things that I that I that I lean into, but a resource that anybody can go go grab, uh, think and grow rich. And then I guess I would have to not as a second, but for me, my faith is huge in my mindset, my faith and what I believe my identity is, who I've cre been created to be, who I who I was created by, unto what, what's my purpose? Like all of that flows into your mindset, and then what it is that you're able to go do. Yeah, no, I I agree, and and faith's huge for me as well. You said an annual read. Yeah. So you you read that annually? I read it every year. And you get something different every year? Just because you're in a different spot? Every year. Every That's year. Okay. It, yeah. And I started that, gosh, I want to say probably six or seven years ago. I can't remember exactly, but it was a it was a vacation. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna read that again. I, I read it, I've read it a couple times, but it's been a couple of years. And I'll tell you what, um, the way that you write it down, the way that you say it, the way that you train your things that you're communicating to your mind, your subconscious, or in a faith way, you look like I'm dialoguing with the Holy Spirit. You right. know, we just get real about it if you want to. The point is, is that there's something inside of you that is either going to propel you forward or it's going to hold you back. Yep. And look, I'm putting that guy in check, right? Yep. I'm putting him in check. I'm training him. I'm, I'm jumping into cold showers. We're doing hard things. We're 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 uh, uh, presenting or pitching to to David Meltzer. Like we're doing all the things to put that guy in check. Because if I don't, he'll run it. And it's right. and that's not that's not the idea. I'm running it. You know, it's uh, funny. I was listening to Russell Brunson's podcast, The Marketing Secrets, and he was telling the story of I think it was Hermosi. Uh, I forget their full name, but anyway, like they kind of follow the same process and he's one of the first like two or three people to have close to a hundred million in sales with a single funnel. And, uh, but his reading list, it follows that same 
priority that you do. He he does not read a bunch of books. He reads one book a bunch of times, and he uh, grabs the new piece that he can learn from that over yeah. and over, and and then he implements. Right? He reads and implements, reads and implements, and each time you read it, you can glean something new. And uh, so uh, definitely, when you find the right thing, that that's that's awesome to keep going. Hold on. And I would even say on your implementation piece, it's the the time frame from when you hear or when you read to when you implement that tells you where you are, right? Like from the excitement of, I just read that I'm going to stop what I'm doing. I'm going to write it down. And then later today I'm putting that into action versus a week later. I'm like, Oh yeah, I did have that point. Let me go back to my notes. It just, it tells you where you are on the spectrum of like, I'm making this happen. Yeah, definitely. All right. So, uh, Podmax has been a big fan to this show. Uh, we've we uh, we went we've gone to now two of them. We've been talking about Podmax for quite a while, and uh, Josh and Eric and several people have been on our show, and we've been uh, lucky enough to to talk about it. Uh, but I know you've been kind of doing some things with those guys, and you're uh, a little bit more involved than than some others. So uh, talk to us about about that community uh, and anything you'd want to say with what your involvement yeah. is and, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm in the, like my connection with him, um, obviously in regard to sales, building the business, like all the same reasons why I help other entrepreneurs we're working on with them as well. And so specifically it's, they have an environment and they have certain things that they can help clients with that they're just absolutely better than everybody else. Right. And so specifically in this um, podcast event, connection like it's so unique you guys have experienced it right and so it's like man you have this community of people that are are about development they're about getting out there they're wanting to reach for more but in this unique way of podcasting and then connecting with other people in regard to podcasting and then podcasting then uh, translates into content and 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 wanting to become a thought leader or expose my business or connect with new people, which then help hopefully grows my business. Like there's just so many vital things that come out of that. Now, specifically for them, you know, um, whether it be helping you craft your story and then put it actually into recorded content, which is something that I'm actually going through them with as a client, right? Not only helping them develop the program and then sell it, but then being able to be a part of it as a client, having the opportunity to have someone help craft my story. I know my story but there's so many pieces that are maybe more important for my specific audience to hear and to be able to have a coach that can help me walk through those pieces, right? And then be able to share them in a specific way that helps my audience connect with me in a professional way to not only know, like, and trust me, but then to want to do business with me, right? Cause that's the idea. Like we're all capitalists here. We were trying to grow a business. We're taking care of our kids. Yes. I want to help people, but I want to help my family. And that means I need to bring in income. If we're just honest about it, then that's fine. It's okay. What do I need to do to grow my business? Well, you can still be genuine. You can still create real relationships. You can still help people, but you got to bring in revenue. You got to bring in sales. What do I need to do? I need to connect with my audience. I need to sell. I need to be able to communicate. I need to be able to fulfill. Like these are basic things, but you got to be able to do it in a specific way. So with them, it's bringing in people to an event. It's bringing people into a content creation world. It's maybe getting people on other shows. They've got a new program. It's a, uh, you know, a podcast talent or a Podmax talent. And they're going to, they're, be able to have a unique way of creating people to get on other shows. And, and so just, a, just a super fun community, as you guys know. Yeah, no, it's, it's been a blast, but I know there's people listening here that would love to get information on two things, your beard and bulletproof. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> so where can they connect with you? The best? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, the 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 Insta page for the beard hasn't been started yet, but maybe okay. one day. Maybe you know? soon. Maybe soon. Maybe soon. Yeah, but they can connect with me on social media. Obviously, Insta uh, and Facebook. Just Chaz Wolf. They can find me there. But uh, ChazWolf.com, C H A Z W O L F E dot com. They can you know hear testimonials about our sales uh, clients, our entrepreneurial clients, um, things that we're doing in the podcast world. This podcast will be on the website, but just things that, that we're doing in the entrepreneurial world to be able to move people forward and then eventually be able to track with us in this becoming bulletproof idea as we expand into other areas, uh, as I previously mentioned. Perfect. All right, Chess, uh, it's been a blast and uh, I can't wait to see Bulletproof grow. Uh, yeah. My only Bulletproof I knew before today was was Bulletproof Coffee. So uh, <laughs> it's exciting to get Bulletproof uh, sales going yeah. on. And uh, to anybody that missed it, chazwolf.com, head on over and you yeah. can learn more. So thanks again, Chaz. It's been a blast. Absolutely. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate it. All right, Ron, I know you're a little jealous of that beard from the conversation, but uh, hopefully you have a couple of tips still to share, even though it's the you itch part. To get I, on. I, can't, I can't get past the itch part. Like, it, like this here, this is itchy. Like it's bugging me. I'm going to go shave it. It's in, I have it inadequacy. All right. So a couple things, so many, so many th good things. All right. Let's talk about pressing into the uncomfortable, right? So I think I've talked about this before where somebody told me in my career that I needed to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And I hated that saying, hated it, hated it, hated it, hated it. Didn't like it. Um, and I was, it basically turned out that I was just afraid to learn other new things because I wanted to be in the subject matter expert of the field, right? Okay. So I had to get over that. So you have to get over that, press in, continue being a learner, and press into that uncomfortability so you can learn something or do nothing with it, but learn something from it so you can continue to grow and expand your empire, as he said. The other part was all about communication. There were so many other things to talk about, but communication, open communication is a must. You have to have open communication with your spouse, with your partner, um, because if you don't, I'm going to get all faith-based. The enemy will start wedging in and that will create a divide. And that's all, all he wants is a little, little crack so he can get in and create a division. Yeah. And, and for me today, uh, being curious, right? Like Chaz talks a lot about being a constant learner uh, and, and he leads by example of that from the books to the trainings and different things. But when you, you he mentioned about knowing yourself, but also knowing others. And, and part of that is to be curious, mm -hmm. right? And so if you're not curious about the people you're talking to, You'll never know what they need. If you don't know what they need, you will never be able to fulfill and sell them what you have to offer because you don't know if they truly need it, right? But if you know they need it, then it's an easier conversation because you understood what, what they need as well as you kind of went through the process to know how you can deliver that message, right? Is it going to be the bullet points or do you need to go the full story with it. So both things awesome. Uh, to everyone out there, 
I really appreciate you listening, you watching, being a part of our community. And oh, if you aren't in the Facebook group, what are you waiting for? Head on over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash profits with, and we will see you there. Hey guys, we'll talk soon. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you had as much fun as I did. And you know what? If you're not already a member of our Facebook group, what are you waiting for? Head on over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash profits with. Guys, we are super excited to have you be a part of our community and help you get more visible, get more traffic and get more sales. That's right, Ron. And every time someone is in our group, we get to share all the tips, the tricks, and everything that you can get profits with from your summits, your challenges, your workshops, your podcasts, your vodcasts, and so much more. Guys, thanks for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community.